everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. You guys are listening to episode 24, the dessert party and fireworks review. I I am excited about this. This is one that I, I want to tell more people about it in greater detail. We teased it, <laughs> so I'm excited to talk about it. Yes, yeah, so this is a first for us. Um, well, maybe not so much... You got to do a special uh, fireworks dinner thing at Epcot, but today's review is going to be about the fireworks at Magic Kingdom. So I guess this yeah. is kind of your second time. Well, yeah, I, and this is this is different from what I did because you know what I did previously at Epcot was part of it was part of a school tour group, right? So it was kind of this special thing. This this is something that anybody could do if you pay the money. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Always key on if you pay the money, right? So on for my birthday, I'm sure you guys, if you've been listening at all, know that it was recently my 40th birthday. Um, I invited some friends to my birthday party and I wanted to do like one cool, um, you know, eating thing, dining thing at Disney for my birthday party. And it was it was either between Cinderella's Royal Table or what we're going to review today, the dessert party. Um Kind of went back and forth, but landed on this. And I'm, I'm pretty happy that we picked this. I, I mean, maybe one day when you go to Cinderella, you'll be able to have a better opinion. But I thought it was a really cool experience. Well, I thought it was neat. And I, I was glad you picked this just because I know you've eaten at Cinderella's Royal Table before, right? So this was an opportunity to do something different, something unique, um, something that honestly not a lot of people get to do, right? Um, and I think that's kind of cool. Uh, it, it's, there's an exclusivity element there and, you know, I, I like, I like doing exclusive things. You do. I had no clue. I don't, I don't know if you knew this about me, but <laughs> I've been mar- married for almost 20 years and I, I didn't like to know do things liked... a little different from others. <laughs> you like the Royal treatment for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, that's part of why I am excited to talk about this because, um, Look, it's not all roses, right? I think it was an awesome experience, but there's, there's, you know, there could have been some room for improvement. So let's just get into it. Um, and let me, First let me all, just, what's, let me, what, what, what's the name of it? So I was about to say, let's okay. start with what the name of it is. So, okay. and, and this is to the best of my recollection. I didn't write it down or put it in front of me, but if I'm, if I remember correctly, I wrote it's it called down. the Enchanted Dessert Party. Am I close? Pretty close. So Disney enchantment, enchantment pre party. We did the pre party. Okay. Because so there's, there's also there's also a post party, and there's a seats and treats. So that is where you can sit down, and so it's at a different section than we were at. But you can sit down and watch the fireworks while you're having your treats. I bet that is very expensive. Well, that's a good point. So let's start. Let's start with prices. So. Don't like stop listening to this, even if it's like, oh, that's too expensive because it's still fun. And maybe one day you'll know somebody that wants to do it, even if yeah, it's and, not And for keep you. in mind for us, this was an adults only trip, right? This is, yes. and I will tell you right now, this instant, there is no way, no how I would pay these prices for my children to come and do it. Mostly because I don't think they would get the same bang for your buck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that is a good thing point so if you are bringing kids to the pre or the after party um that is 
if they're from three ages three to nine, it's $59 per kid. Per adult, it's $99. Okay. So I was super excited that all eight of us in our group were willing to pay $99 to have dessert. <laughs> but like, as you listen, you'll hear that it's more than just dessert. Um, but if you wanted to have, if you want to pay for the seats and treats or whatever that one's called, it's 114 per adult and $69 for ages three to nine. That's not, a, that's not as much more as I would have expected. Yeah, I've seen some pictures. I followed a blog post of somebody that did the seats and treats. And you you see the castle from an angle. It's not straight on. And so oh, yeah, you're kind of yeah. you're kind of going back and forth from the projections to the fireworks. I, I guess the thing is, some people are really tired or their feet hurt. And I get that. And so if you want to enjoy the fireworks and sit down, like you can't sit down on Main Street. I guess you could sit down behind the castle, but you would miss a ton of it. Um, You'd miss all of the projections. Yeah. So it's it's not, for some people, it makes sense, I think. Um, if it's your one and only time to see that fireworks show, I wouldn't recommend seeing it at an angle like that. But Okay, so we got so we got three options here. You got pre-show, you got post-show, and you got during the show, basically, yeah. right? And so pre-show, um, which is what we did means that you're going to get there to the dessert party. You're going to have your dessert before you go down to watch the fireworks. Correct. And so for us, what that meant was we, um, fireworks were supposed to start at, they were supposed to start, I think, at 9... 9.20 or something. Yeah, they were supposed to start at 9.10, I think. And they, it actually got moved back a little bit. I, I don't know what happened, but I know it got moved back. I remember hearing everyone grumble when all of a sudden the, the announcer came on. It's like, in just 30 minutes. And that was already 9 o'clock. And everyone's like, what do you mean 30 minutes? Because <laughs> when, when you were watching where we were watching, if you were outside of our group, those people had already been there for a long time to have yes. their spots. Yeah, exactly. Well, and the cool thing is with this dessert party package, um, you... Um, you sit and you eat at a different spot than you actually view the fireworks. And so when you're viewing the fireworks, you're viewing it with the pre-party people and the after-party people. So it, it this the spot, which is, I don't know if you know where the Plaza restaurant is, like close to that ice cream shop. Um, not too far from that, there's like this green space that has a little fence. So it's like a fenced area. And so well, that's there's, the spot. And there's one on, one on either side, right? So wondered, either side of the hub. Did you, did you see yeah. people go into the so other one too? They did. And they would have had to because there was a lot of people in the dessert party. I remember actually looking around while we were eating our dessert and thinking to myself, oh my gosh, like they're going to really squeeze us all into this, into this, you know, space that I thought was going to be super exclusive. And, um, and at first, it looks like they do. We'll, we'll get to this in a minute. But the reality was, is once everyone finally stood up, cause, and, and I thought it was kind of full because everyone was sitting down and they were all sprawled out all over the place. Once everyone stood up, like you were like, wow, there's like nobody in here. So yeah. anyways, we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, they, they use it on both sides. I remember them telling us that, that you know, you'd get escorted to one of the two sides, depending on who your host was. And that's where you'd watch it from. Yeah, and that was a cool part too. So, um, go, like we said, we ate our dessert and then watched the fireworks. So we went to the Tomorrowland Terrace over in Tomorrowland, um, 
which to me leaves a lot to be desired as far as ambiance. <laughs> it was not it was not like they didn't fancy it up. They didn't add like cool lighting or tablecloths or anything. So that to me was kind of ho-hum. Um, but when you go and enter the part, the um, you check in with the receptionist, they give you a wristband and then they um, they'll walk you up to your table before they explain like the buffet and stuff for the dessert. But the cool part is, and we'll talk a lot about the dessert, but um, after we were done eating, we went back to that same um, hostess stand and there was a person with like a cool, like colorful. Yeah, it was wand. their light. It was their uh, half lightsaber. Yeah, half lightsaber. <laughs> and like they guided us and, you know, got us entrance into our little reserve spot to watch the fireworks. So that was just, I thought it was very, there was a ton of. The irony is there was a ton of people to help with that kind of stuff. We struggled a little bit as far as a waiter or waitress at our table sometimes. But um, well, we'll talk about we'll talk about that in a second here. But it it was cool. I mean, they do give you the um, the distinction of being like, wow, this is an exclusive thing. The wristbands always make you think like, oh, I get to do something somebody else doesn't get to do. And you're in a section that required it to be there, whether it was the eating of the desserts or the watching of the fireworks, like you had to have your pass to be able to do that. And, and so that was just, it was really, really cool. Really cool. Okay. So I will mention one more cool thing about the Tomorrowland Terrace area is that we had our own bathroom. Now that might sound silly, but like when you're in the, just okay let's just let's just go for a minute to regular firework viewing experience you got to find a piece of pavement you got to wait there quite a while going to get a snack like someone in your group that wants to go get food oh forget about it like trying to get back to the right spot and all that is stressful but to actually find a bathroom or to go wash your hands before you eat said dessert with the fireworks anyway these are all maybe these aren't a big deal to you but all of these things they make they make a big difference to me. So I was excited to be able to go and settle in, use the restroom, wash my hands because we had just been on obviously rides and stuff and and then enjoy the crazy amount of sugar we had. But <laughs> that was nice that there was a little bathroom up there. Didn't think twice about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now that you bring it up, I'm like, hmm, yeah, I guess that's uh that is pretty good. It was it was separate and you know, you, you wouldn't have been able to use those facilities unless you were part of the party with, with your wristband, you know, checked in past the hostess stand. So yeah, I guess that does make a lot of sense. And um I mean I it, it makes a lot of sense in terms of their objective is to keep the people that are supposed to be in certain places together, right? right. So if yeah. you start wandering off, then that means they got to check you in, check you out, figure it out. Then then things start and they don't start like, oh, that's my guy. He's, he's, he's with us. And I mean, if you just make sure everyone is self-contained and self-sufficient, then everything's going to be all right. So it makes sense. <laughs> but I didn't think about that until just now. Well, I, I like having a treat with the fireworks, but I've, I have long since given up, um, any, cause I remember once this is a long time ago, I wanted, I got a fruit waffle. This is back when they would actually do the fruit waffle during the fire, like after 11 AM. 
And I remember I, I went and waited in the Sleepy Hollow line and it was just like this big stressful thing because you were like managing the kids in our spot. And then I was like, where did you guys go? And I'm holding this fruit waffle trying to find you. Anyway, this these these are first world problems for sure. <laughs> but, you know, if, if, if watching the fireworks and having a treat at the same time is something that would make your vacation better, then this is a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's a good idea, I guess, if you have the seats and treats part, right? But for what we did, we ate our dessert first. We didn't have any treats during. We could have, like there was, it wasn't like a no. I guess you could, I guess you could have taken something down with you. Well, I didn't need one at that point, so that's true. Yeah, but I, I did have it beforehand. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, see, these are things I didn't know if you'd want to talk about, but maybe some of the people wanted to hear. So yeah, they listen. So let's just talk about Tomorrowland Terrace for a second, okay? Um, most people I think have never done anything inside there except walk through, maybe trying to cut through to get to Tomorrowland. Space Mountain. Yeah. Right. Uh, That has been me for forever. And in fact, I actually thought that this was like a closed down restaurant. Like I thought that maybe once upon a time, this was a quick service place and they took everything out and now it's just a bunch of chairs and stuff. And I've always thought like, what a waste of space. I've always thought that, um, and I didn't know anything about these dessert parties. Like this was kind of a, I was like, oh, I didn't, I just didn't know. I thought that the few times I'd seen things set up, I thought it was for like a school trip or a special event or something like I did at Epcot, right? So there was never any concept in my mind that it was a usable space and frankly was used every night during fireworks. So so that was really kind of cool to to get in there. Now, what was not so cool was actually the space. And when I mean not so cool, I mean like it physically was not cool because it was hot outside and we were seated up against a wall. Um, so there, there was eight of us in our group. Um, and so that means that, you know, they got to put your bigger groups in certain places. And it just so happened to be against the wall. And Here's the thing to know about the Tomorrowland Terrace. There's no air conditioning out there because it's all open space. It's outdoors as it is. There's a roof, but it's not enclosed. So there's no AC and there's no fans. At least one of the walls is is just like open, right? So if you're over on that side, you could have gotten some airflow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But not where we were at. It and it was it was hot. It was a little stifling. Um, it frankly was a really bad combination when you consumed the number of calories and amount of sugar that we did. <laughs> so the thing I struggle with was I tried to plan out our day so that we would all go with somewhat of an appetite to this party, but we ended up eating like an hour, maybe an hour and a half beforehand. And so <laughs> I don't think any of us were super hungry, which ended up being a good thing. Once we review the dessert, you'll kind of hear why, but, um, it would have helped if I wouldn't have been hot and only medium hungry. <laughs> I don't know if you thought the same thing. Well, I, I felt like I wanted to have dinner first because I didn't want to just have dessert for dinner. Um, also, not really knowing to ex- what to expect. I, I wasn't quite sure how it was going to go, but um, I just felt like I wanted some some substance. you know. And, and amongst the selections available to you, um, unless... Uh, bread and cheese, you know, <laughs> toast yeah, and cheese, like savory, satisfies yeah. you there. Like that was the only savory option that there was. And so I actually was glad that we ate a little bit before. Um, I was still hungry by the time we got there, but it's true. I 
if I'd gone like starving, I probably could have really wrecked my health. <laughs> well, and I don't want it. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. I, to me, it was more the fact that I was hot and not and I was still kind of full. That was kind of a not very well planned thing for me. But OK, let's talk about. So we talked about the not dessert. We talked about the cheese and then there was like crackers and then there was also fruit. So those are like the not dessert parts. So what desserts do you remember? Because I have a list up here, I think. Of what well, we I remember had. a lot. I, I don't remember what some of them were called, but I, I remember a lot. Um, you know, look, the basics of this is it, it is a dessert buffet, right? Yeah. So just you should know that it's it's a buffet and they have a lot of them set out. They're all kind of individually Tiny. put. So, so yeah. um, I think with the exception of the fruit, I, I can't exactly remember on the fruit, but I think with the exception of the fruit, nobody's getting out of like a communal bowl for anything. It's not like people are scooping pudding onto their plate and stuff like that. Everything's got its own individual <laughs> serving size it. dish. Well, you know, like if you've been, you're thinking of CC's, aren't you? I'm just thinking of any buffet <laughs> I've ever been to in my life. And it's been a long time. Right. But that's how it is at the dessert bar. You just like, give me that jello and you glop <laughs> it on your plate. Right. Um, it's not like that. And I, and I appreciated that a lot. Um, I appreciated that nobody else had touched my food except for me. <laughs> well, that's true. That was, it was, and I thought it was the small enough, they put everything in small enough portions that it was like, you didn't feel like a glutton for trying one of everything because they were all very, very tiny. Yeah. Yeah. And I did that first trip up there. I got one of everything. <laughs> I said, I'm going to try it all. Why not? So I think the one that we all kind of universally did not like was the donut. Remember that? That yeah, cinnamon sugary. It looked like it should be. I mean, like how can you mess up a donut? But they did. Like it was not. Yeah, that was not. That was not good. It, to be honest, it reminded me a lot of um, a really bad beignet. <laughs> so yeah. there's there's been times when I've been to Louisiana and, and, you know, especially in, in New Orleans, there's a famous place there in the French quarter, Cafe du Monde. And, um, they're famous for their beignets. Uh, I have learned that in all of my times to go there, which has been quite a few, that the quality of the oil will ultimately determine the quality of the beignet. And most of the time the oil is ready to be changed. Old, yeah. ready to be changed, and so this little donut thingy, it it reminded me a lot of that. I did not like it. It was dry. It was tough. It lacked flavor, and it just had a lot of grease. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else we didn't like. You, most people did not like the tres leches cupcake. That was actually did, one that I liked. I did not it. like I thought that it one was, either. Yeah. I usually don't like tres leches and I actually liked it. Maybe it was because it was so light because I was so hot, <laughs> but it just yeah. seemed like a light, fluffy. I, I enjoyed that one. I think the, I think the, so, you know, this, and that was kind of squarish, if I remember the way that they had served that one. Maybe it was round. I can't remember. It was a cupcake. Forget it was me. just a little cup cupcake. But, but um, you know, um, the consistency was really nice. It was, it was pretty airy. But it had the same problem that every Tres Leches dessert I've ever had has. And that is that it lacked flavor. Like it just, it just tasted like nothing to me. Yeah, and that, it was light. That's a, I liked it. That was it. waste of my time. I, I need, I need a, a party going on. <laughs> okay. So what, 
what was what uh desserts stood out in your mind then oh i should have probably brought up pictures of this before i did it and it would help me remember better but um if i do remember correctly there was like a uh oreo like pudding or dessert or help me remember yeah dear. yeah <laughs> because that was well, like thought, the best one I- Oreo cheesecake mousse. It had like great That's stuff. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it was delicious. Um, yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with gray stuff. And then um, the butterscotch pudding. Remember that one with the caramel popcorn on top? That one was pretty unique and pretty delicious too. Yeah. I thought that was super good. And no one had to plop a big spoonful of butterscotch pudding on their plate <laughs> no glopping of anything that's actually one that butterscotch one is one that i had um multiple <laughs> multiple servings of and i kept eating your caramel popcorn um i think my standout i thought you were going to remember the the cinnamon apple crepe thing i thought that that was the one you were gonna because they kind of assembled that on demand which was pretty cool yeah and it was it was individual servings of the crepes right and so that was really really very cool um i i enjoyed that i thought it was really good you know it was it was a traditional crepe and then they had basically some some apple pie filling that kind of went into it and then they would kind of put some caramel on top and a little bit of whipped cream and some I think some cinnamon, just just like you would expect an apple pie crepe to look like, and it was pretty good. Um, that's more your thing. I I don't. I've grown to like ap- apple cinnamon a lot more since I married you. <laughs> I did not like it very much at all before, but now I do. That one was okay to me. I think one that stands out to me though is the. Do you remember the little cupcake and like a tube pop thing? Remember that ice cream yeah. growing up with the so, tube. So I, I, I brought some, I got some pictures up in front of me now. And so I'm looking at it, right? So it's called the chilling chamber pop. Yes. And that was really good too. Um, I can't remember. Was it orange frosting or something? I want to find descriptions. Of that. I got some pictures, but I don't have super good descriptions. It's all good. But. Anyway, that one I really liked. And I, it was like cake and then frosting and then cake and then frosting. And you push it up out of this little cylinder thing. That was, I thought that was fun. Yeah, um, it was good. Um, you know, they had a chocolate pudding. I think it was called like the devil's something pudding. Anyways, that was delicious too. Do and then there was also, one? yeah, and there was also a chocolate brownie or a tart or something. I thought that one was pretty bland. So that one was kind of yeah. my disappointment. And then, uh, don't forget, everyone's favorite, chocolate-covered strawberries. Yes, with a Disney, like, castle on it. It was really cute. Now, I will tell you another one that I found very disappointing, and that was they had little individual things of caramel popcorn. That was on top of the butterscotch. Yes, that's where it was. Pudding. Um, that's what it was. It was on top of the butterscotch pudding. And um, I will say, so so something that's really cool, and you should be aware of this, we had in our group, we had someone who um, required a gluten-free menu, and that was available. And um, so we got some commentary on that. First of all, it was available, <laughs> and they knew about it going into it, and that's great that they we could told accommodate. Them, I, should, I should say that we told them 
60 days in advance because that is when you want to get if you're going to do this you need to know 60 days in advance so that you can snag it anyway yeah. 60 days in advance i said on the reservation that we have a gluten you know allergy yeah so so and what's what's really cool is that they actually prepared the the gluten-free menu desserts in a separate kitchen. So they really take care to make sure that there's no cross-contamination there. And I thought that was great. Now, the downside was, as we got there and we let them know, like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, we have someone. They're like, well, it might be a little bit. It's very busy because they have to, instead of that being really a buffet part, I mean, it's still a buffet, but they, but a server is going to have to bring out a plate of all of the stuff. And they do. They bring out a plate of one of everything, right? Um now, where did I, how did I get here from there? So part oh, of the things there popcorn. was caramel popcorn. They got a whole serving of the caramel popcorn. And I will just say, um, I found it to be very wanting. It was almost like it was stale popcorn. It was, it was too soft. You know, there did wasn't any Did she give good... you some of hers? No. Or are you talking about I, the one on yours? I had it on the pudding. And so oh. if hers was the same as my pudding, it was no good. So if you're curious, I did, I didn't eat any of her gluten-free stuff, but I did see. So she had... It looked like banana bread, maybe. She had a chocolate chip cookie. Um, and then she had f- like four different mini chocolate cupcakes with different frostings. Um, and then the caramel popcorn. I want to say there was a couple other things, maybe a different type of cookie and then another type of bread or something. But it, she had, and she could have asked for more, right? But they just brought her out her yeah. own like... And it, it was plate. it was a big plate, right? I mean, here's just something to keep in mind. You know, we talk about these being individual sized for people, but you, you can just only eat so much dessert, right? Um, and so, you know, I know I went back for seconds on a few things and I had maybe a third of like one or two items, but it, it wasn't a bunch. And so they brought out so much for her on her gluten-free plate that that was it. Like she didn't actually, she was done. She, yeah. she was done. She was like, I've, I've had enough. So, um, so, let's so that, talk was, about, that was pretty cool. Let's talk. So we talked about the food. We haven't talked about the drinks. So if you're still kind of balking at the $99, unfortunately, we don't not, unfortunately we still had to pay the $99, even though we don't drink alcohol. And so beer and wine was part of it. And so I think that was probably why it was a little bit, pricier um but i was really satisfied with the non-alcohol beverages there was like five different things and my favorite was that they had milk which i i don't know like it's just when i have dessert i really like milk with my dessert and so that was exciting the only part is it was so hot that the milk didn't stay cold very long but yeah there was a lot of drinks there were a lot of drinks um even sparkling cider Right, which they which they served in you know plastic champagne flute yes, looking, looking yes, things, uh-huh. and so everyone could feel part. But sparkling cider, water, milk. Um, there was tea. There was some lemonades. Um, they even had pog juice. Right, if you don't know what pog juice is, this is a favorite in in the Hawaiian Islands, but it's passion fruit, orange, and guava. Um, mm. And so, um, you know, it was it was pretty good. But they had a lot of options there, which was great. Um, you know, obviously they had a lot of alcoholic options. They had all of the, the wines, you know, um, reds and whites and um, other sparkling drinks and, uh, you know, things that I frankly, honestly know nothing about other than what they look like. But um, that is really, 
I want to say this about price, right? The price seems high. And what I would just encourage you is to not think and tie the price actually to the dessert part of the experience. Yeah, unfortunately, because you will, you will, yeah. you'll be so disappointed. You will feel yeah. like, uh, why did I spend a hundred dollars on desserts? Listen, that's really not what you're paying for here. Okay, I think we're ready to move on to the fireworks part. I mean, I know we already talked about it a lot, but so after we finished, and I think we spent like forty five minutes, you know, relaxing, and that that was the other cool part is we didn't feel like we had to rush over to get a spot for fireworks because there was already one saved for us. Although when we did finally go over there, it was kind of crowded. We had to kind of squeeze our way in to find a place to sit. But remember, that's just because everyone was sprawled out, right? Yeah, yeah, laying down. You know, normally on if someone sits down on Main Street before fireworks, like they have their little one by one foot square that they're sitting in, right? Like literally people were laying down (laughs) in this area. So you know, when we got in there, it's like, where do we go? And we we found a spot, but um, it didn't matter because when the fireworks started, it was a different experience altogether. So when we went over to try to figure out where to sit while we were waiting for the fireworks, we probably had 15 or 20 minutes um, to wait. We did notice that the section in front of us was very empty, and that wasn't part of us. It was outside of the fence, but it was a, re- a reserve section for people with wheelchairs or their family members that were with them. Um, and we were curious, like, can we use that section? Um, and I talked to one of the cast members and they said that, like, they have to keep it empty. You know, they have to keep all the space available because they don't know when, you know, somebody that needs that area might pop in right before it starts. But once they got started, if, you know, at that point it is what it is. And so a lot of the people that were in our section ended up flooding up towards that area and it was kind of nice because I felt like we had plenty of elbow room and space. And the, the more important thing is there was no one right in front of us. That's the yeah. part with fireworks that's tricky is when someone is like right in front of you and then they put their kid on their shoulder. Kid on <laughs> the shoulders. <laughs> or they're Goofy's, holding up their And Goofy's, Goofy's had sitting, you know, the Goofy stuffed animals sitting on the kid's shoulders. So now they're 10 right. feet tall. And, and then yeah, you're looking we, at people's cell phones. That. Yeah. And that's the other thing. We, cell phones just, in oh, your. Yeah, people. Yeah. I have so many things about taking videos and pictures during fireworks. I like to take one or two pictures or a small video, but why would you video? Like you can YouTube it like, and you're going to YouTube something that's much better quality than what you have. Like yeah, seriously. just enjoy, just enjoy the show. Like, Oh, sorry. I have I, looked at, I've looked rant. at some people's phones and I'm like, your phone is not capable of capturing these fireworks. You should just put that away. <laughs> Use your eyeballs. Your eyeballs are much better. Because you know they're they're not looking at the fireworks; they're looking at their screen, and you're I like, know, "Really? So That's sad. so yeah." Um, okay. I agree with you completely. And so that was so cool because we had so much space. In fact, I just looked around us; it was just us, like within I don't know a four or five foot yeah. vicinity. Like there was nobody close to us, and we had a perfect view of the castle and of yep. the sky. You could see everything. There wasn't like a tree or a lamp post or anything in the way. That yeah. was so cool. So when I said, don't tie the cost to the desserts, this is what you're putting your cost to, right? And, and the two points that I would make is, number one, you're not going to get a better seat or standing spot, right? Because there's, there's no seats. But anyways, yeah, you're not going to get a better seat. And number two, you are 
in a position where you don't have to wait for that prime speed seat, right? Yes. So if you wanted something close to that good in the hub, you would probably have to camp out a couple hours early yes. to get the spot you want. We walked up 10 minutes before the show was supposed to start. Turns out that the show ended up like starting later than we thought, but we were 10 minutes before. No big deal. No pressure. That was worth every penny to me. Well, and that was kind of, for me, like my birthday party, that part. And so we played, I pulled up a phone, uh, a game on my phone that we play, like the catchphrase type thing. And that was just so fun to be able to relax and enjoy that before the fireworks started. That was one of my highlights of our trip. Well, I'll say, by the way, we all felt really old playing that game because it was going to the entertainment category. None of us knew any of these TV shows. or. <laughs> But y'all pulled up sports and you did pretty good at that point. Well, between between Matt and Jason and I and Adam, I think the four of us know what you need to know. <laughs> what you need to know. Oh, my goodness. Well, I guess that the last thing I'll say is I would have I mean, this might not be the last thing. So don't don't uh, hold me to that. But I'm glad we picked the pre party rather than the after party, because the pre-party allowed us to settle in and relax a little bit, do the fireworks, and then the big exodus at 9.30 after the fireworks were over, that gave us another hour and a half to just go and do rides and stuff. Um, If we would have done the after party, I think we would have missed out on that prime opportunity. Well, and by the way, like your ability to go and do more afterwards, it's almost like a second rope drop, because what was happening is... Everyone was trying to leave the park after fireworks. Parents with kids, like once the fireworks are done, most of them are like, all right, we're done, kids. This is the end. Now they're going to go hit the shops at the Emporium and everything down Main Street. And they're they're leaving, right? Instead, we were like the only people going against the flow, cutting through the hub saying, all right, let's go hit Big Thunder Mountain at dark, which is the best time to ride it. We got over there. And sure enough, what happens? You walk onto the ride, essentially, right? I mean, there was yep. no no wait. You you go all the way through the queue, and you essentially get right on the ride. And that is so cool because you don't have a lot of opportunities to get a second rope drop. Now, I'll say uh, it doesn't work as well for Seven Dwarfs because that line was already long, and people don't abandon it for fireworks. So I wouldn't see. I wouldn't try and be like, well, you can leave fireworks and go jump in Seven Dwarfs and get on real fast. That's probably yeah, not the case, but but a Space Mountain, a Big Thunder Mountain, um, frankly, almost everything else, because we've done this after fireworks before, it's there and ready for you. So I agree. I think doing dessert before is the better plan because you still have all this time afterwards. <sighs> I guess the question is, so would we do it again? should other people do it yes would we do it again i don't know like that is kind of pricey um and would i do it again if it was happily ever after absolutely yeah i don't know i did i did grow to like you know you are the magic you know that song Eh, you know from enchantment Look, if I have one complaint about this fireworks um, show they have right now, my one complaint is just there, one. there's nothing. There's my this is the one. If you want more, I could come up with it. But this is the one. <laughs> I <had> to say, <laughs> um, 
there's nothing magical about Tinkerbell flying. It's it's not on beat. I, I've seen it multiple times now. It, it doesn't come out at a specific special part. You know, during Happily Ever After, like it builds and builds and builds and builds. And it's like, you can fly, you can fly. And she's flying at that point, right? Yeah. Instead, like it's kind of halfway through like singing, talking. Oh, and, and she's you're going, like, oh, there and then she's she lights going. Up and he's like, oh, there she is. I'm like, but there was no emotion behind it like there was with, ha- you know, Happily Ever After. I teared up every time she oh, yeah. did it. Because, you know, the Peter Pan song is singing while she, it, it just, it, it was magical. And so I don't know, would I pay a bunch of money to go and, and have a prime spot and do this all over again? Uh, if I love the show more, maybe. I don't know. It's a maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I do think me, it's totally worth doing it at least once. Yes, I do. I, I wouldn't say no, but I know on our next trip that we are our kids are going to be with us and we're definitely not paying no, for no, them. No. But I, I don't know. I, I, yes, I would do it again. I, but I wouldn't do it for the dessert. Unfortunately, that wasn't the highlight. Yeah. The dessert was good. Don't get us wrong. Um, but it's a lot, it's a lot of money if you don't love the fireworks show, I think. Okay. Well, this is fun. I, if it was half the price, I would do it. <laughs> Well, and that, okay, that's just to bring up a good point. We need to finish. But, like, I think it brings up a good point that that is why it has to be, it has to be expensive because yeah, then uh-huh. everyone would do it, right? Yeah, like, they have right. to make it, they have to make it exclusive. They have to make it special. Um, I don't know. I, Let I me put it this way. If it was, like, harmonious, like, uh, if they have, if they did a thing like this for harmonious. I think they do. I, think I would absolutely, I would absolutely be on board with that. In Epcot, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Because that's a spectacular I show. I don't know if they have a dessert party. I, we'll have to look that up. But I know that they, you can you can get specific dining at different restaurants, particularly at the fireworks. See, I'll, I'll, I'll say, and this is what makes the dessert party at Magic Kingdom so great. It's the spot that you had for the fireworks. So, like, yeah, yeah. you know, on, on the orchestra trip, yeah, we had a reserved party and we were right there and there was nobody in front of us. But we were not, frankly, in a good spot to see all of the boards the show, for Harmonious, yeah, right? So, show. So for me, getting to see it this time was almost like the very first time because I saw a whole new perspective and it like really blew me away. Last time I was like, yeah, that was pretty cool, right? This time I was like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Oh, okay, well, this is fun. You excited uh, for if, November yet? I am. And I was about to say, if you were to like say, hey, why don't we go to the dessert party right now? I would totally go. <laughs> so <laughs> you would not have to twist my arm. But um, here we are in Texas. So there but you if have you guys, it. If you guys have done the dessert party, let us know. We'd love to hear your experience. Um, reach out to us. We're on Instagram, Whistle While You Work podcast. Give us a like, review, sub- subscribe, all the good stuff. Share it with your friends. But we just love doing this. So we hope you guys love hanging out with us. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>